So here I am, living my life, where most of the time, I just feel like a fool, right? Like I just feel like, who do I think I am to be this person that is somehow trying to do good things, right? Because like, what is it for, really? Because like, you know, I do all the things that I do, and I do whatever I think is the best way to help people and do the things that are mine to do to help people. And then when, for example, we have a goal to leave the house at a certain time or to have a certain experience in the day before that opportunity is lost in the day. And then I try to explain and articulate what are some things to do to enable us to access those blessings. And then I have the opposition from people that don't have a testimony, from people that are immature, from people that would much rather give you dirty faces and make you feel like a fool to even consider um, having any level of a checklist of orderliness in order to have a good day. And that's like my existence. Like my coworkers and my like, companions in my day's work are just like these people and I'm one of those people too right and so it's like who knows as useless as I think the people around me are I'm probably just as useless in some ways too because quite clearly we all have weakness we're all infallible we're all those people that solely rely on the hand of our father of our creator and those kinds of things to have any level of any um, progress or any sense of, of being able to do anything. And so sometimes I get really tizzied out because it's, it's kind of onerous. It's kind of exhausting. It's exhausting to make the same mistakes over and over again. It's exhausting to blame the same people over and over again for the same things. It's exhausting to be this person that is trying to try again at communicating and doing those kinds of things. And then suddenly it's like, in some ways, okay, for example, I have issues with trying to create some kind of orderliness or cleanliness or like some kind of standard of habit for those kinds of things in the home. And then I try to communicate in small ways of ways that we can get out of our rut because it is a problem. It's a problem that we have to spend most of our day cleaning because we're so good at making messes. Like, and, and this, these are like little ways and hacks that I'm trying to get ourselves out of this, this problem that has become perpetual. And, and I feel like I'm unsupported in that goal because it's like nobody else cares. Nobody else cares how many times their feet get dirty from different things. Nobody else cares how many times they touch something and it's sticky. Nobody else cares how they feel when they step in the room and it doesn't feel relaxing or inviting and actually it does the opposite effect. And so I have to own the responsibility and leadership of that, which is okay because clearly I am the one to do it, right? Like I'm the one that actually does care the most and wants to serve the most in using our home to serve the most. So quite honestly, I am the natural leader in this. It's just like... It's hard on me sometimes when it's like I, I have to figure out what is the balance, right? It's like if I'm the leader in this, like 
how can I really expect other people to do anything more than their own 10%, for example, right? Um, to be able to take the next step in making the things happen. Um, and that's okay. It's like, I have to see what that means. And then I need to be ready to take care of the rest of the 90%, right? And, and be somehow happy about that kind of a balance, right? And be some kind of a happy person to do that. Like, and I guess sometimes I get caught up with like parental dogma where, you know, people will say things like, oh, you gotta be so strict and you gotta like really teach hard work in the home and like you gotta really like do that and like kind of ingrain it into them. And then there's other examples um, in like life's history where it's like, you know, I hear people where they were literally forced to clean like all the time. Otherwise they would get like pretty well death threats or whatever, right? Like, like they just knew how miserable they would be. Like they were pretty much bribed into doing it because of the level of misery they would experience if they chose to be defiant in that category. So misery with verbal abuse or whatever else it was, right? And so sometimes I'm tempted to like submit into that. Well, I was like, well, like if it worked for people before, why don't I just abuse the, all of the people around me into doing these things that are required to be able to live here, right? Like they just are. Like it's not like we can go a day without using clean dishes, right? Or like without having a garbage can to be able to actually put things in or like be able to like walk around and not fall and trip and have to go to the hospital because like we chose not to take care of that like it just doesn't make any sense and that's the thing with me i have the trial of being around others that don't get it they don't get it so it's like i have to be this person where it's like i'm ready to do the 90 percent I'm ready to do it. And I'm like, and I'm learning how to adult myself into somehow being ready to do the 90%, right? And being okay that they're doing the 10. And so I'm like trying to somehow process through doing this. And it's like, I'm just failing forward at it because clearly I like, I can barely do the 10% myself, right? And so it's like, I have to be honest about that too. I don't have to feel like I have to do the 90% today, right? It's my vision and my intention to get to an ability to do 90% and maybe even 100 or 200%. And then it's just a cute little thing to offer a 10% to someone else to do, right? So like hopefully one day I might be able to get to some level of that. But like for right now, I feel overwhelmed. I feel unsupported. I feel like the whole list of things of what that looks like. And maybe a part of it is just organization of the day. It's like in my ideal of ideals, every day we don't go out of the house between the hours of 2 to like 9 o'clock when everyone's asleep. That, those are just like sacred hours where that's basically the time to clean up everything that we did the day and prepare everything that we'll need for the next day including all the chores that will need to be done so that we can just flow in our day for the next day between the hours of nine to two, right? And like, so for right now, it's like, I feel like it's useless. It's like, I wanted to be out two hours ago and I'm still like in the phase of just like, kind of like putting one foot in front of the other 
slowly getting through what needs to be done so that I can even allow for that to be an opportunity for today. And maybe it'll just be another learning experience and be like, hey, I wanted to do such and such things today. That was on my checklist of what I wanted to do today, what I wanted to offer, and maybe it'll just be a total flop. And it'll be like, yeah, we're still trying to get out five hours from now and we won't be able to, you know? And then we'll be working until like 10 hours after right now and we still won't be ready, right? Because it's like, I try my best to do the things that are for me to do just to like clean up from the day. But then I still have everybody around me that is still um, making all of the stuff happen where everything drops on the floor and it's not picked up and everything's left on the table and it's not picked up and all the dishes are strewn all over the lawn and everything and it's not picked up. And then it's all that extra energy to then tell everybody to go and do that. And then there's the extra energy of them looking at me with those dirty faces again that are just saying like, why are you being such a fool to think that's a good idea to even care to do those things? And why do you think you're being such a fool to ask me to do anything to help with that? And I don't even have an answer anymore. I'm just like worn out. I'm just like, all I know is I'm just, I chose to like have a baby in my stomach, in my like uterus for like nine months and then I birthed this baby and I know that I want to take care of my babies and I know how to take care of the home that my babies live in. And sometimes I, I have this wild idea to extend trust to some of the babies to be like, hey, here's something that you can help with. And then they just look at me with those dirty eyes and I'm like, what in the world? What is this? What is this about? Like, how did we get to this? What's going on that like people don't understand me anymore? People look at me and they think I'm some kind of fool or hypocrite or like, they just like, I just hate it so bad. I just hate getting those dirty looks. I hate, I hate being seen as some kind of person that's like disgusting or like someone that is hated or whatever. But you know what? I realized that that is my existence. That has always been in my existence. Ever since I was little, I was called all the names under the sun of any person that's not smart or whatever. And that's what I was raised with. And then I have like another person in my life that like accuses me of everything that I could possibly be that was not true that was dirty and disgusting. And now when I get to raise like five kids, then I also get like accused of being some kind of a malicious like monster person because all I'm trying to do is create some kind of order so that we can have more fun every day. And, and the people around me are choosing to not develop their testimony of what makes for a great day and they don't care and they say that they don't they won't care until like 30 years from now and that's okay and I have to learn how to be okay with that because it's not my job to micromanage people it's not my job to give people their goals for their life 
It's not my job to give them their missions. It's not my job to tell them like what is going to be important for their life. I know those things for me, right? Like, and every single person gets the opportunity to do that for themselves. And there's no way that any other person can do that for someone else, right? But that doesn't change the fact that I know what I need to do for myself to have a good day. And when I communicate that I have little things that would be really helpful to help with that, I need to be smarter, I think. I need to be smarter and really assess in my heart, is this person even asking to want to hit one of my targets today? And really, when I see it like that, it's like, well, clearly no, right? Like, they're clearly, one, not mature enough, two, not really capable enough if they're not mature enough, right? And three, they're not, their heart isn't there. They, they don't have any desire to. So, of course, it's completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. That is not even the conversation we need to be having right now. The conversation we need to be having is like, Oh, like, what's the next game that we should play? Or, like, what's the next book? Or, like, what's the next, like, video we should watch together or something like that, right? But the thing is, like, it takes me, like, four hours of personal time at the beginning of the day before I can even be ready to do anything with technology or outside sources of information and external forces of, like, media or content or anything. Because I need, like, a good solid amount of time for me to get armored up and be ready for all of those fiery darts to fire at me once I turn on that, that device. Because it's not like a Liahona, right? Like, there's aspects of it that are like a Liahona, but not the whole thing, right? It's not like this golden ball that will tell you the correct way to go in every instance. It's actually this, like, in some ways, like some people have called it the devil's creation, right? It's like, it's this, it's this thing that exists in this world. And yes, there's little bits of it that people can use for good, like to do their family history or to do their, um, you know, to help them learn things in this world that are helpful for them to develop their skills or to improve their knowledge of what, you know, prophets of old have said. And so that they can like memorize things like there's those good aspects. And that's like almost like 10% of all the 90% that is garbage, right? That, that Satan just likes to throw at us and uh, make us think that is, it is worth our time and energy to focus on, when really it's not. The things that are the most important to focus on are like my relationship with Heavenly Father, my relationship with my spouse, my relationship with my kids, and like, and then to go out from there. But I feel like everything is garbage right now. It's just like, and I'm seeing it in the way that I communicate and that and uh, what is being communicated to me. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with living the rest of my life like this. You know, there's different instances where I would visit with people that I babysat. And then, and no, I babysat them for a certain time. And then I would see them like 10 years later. And there was only a dad and their kids. And I was like, well, where's your mom? Like, where'd she go? And they're like, we don't know. Right? Like, and I remember being so boggled and be like, oh, like, their mom left them. Like, their mom was so fab that she left them. And like, every time I heard that story, I get so choked up and I'd be like, I can't believe their mom left them. Like, I don't know what happened. What, like, what made it so she felt like she had to leave and she couldn't do it anymore? And every so often, 
live the crazy life of putting so much pressure on themselves to be some kind of a person that they think they should be when really all they are is the person that they actually are and that that's actually enough. And that's the other part of it too. It's like, I have to fight those voices every day too. Where like, there's like those, those people that actually submit to it and they're like, yeah, that's all it is. That's all they can do. And for me, yes, I could choose that route. I could choose the route of being like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm not doing anything else in this category. I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. And nobody should ever think that I had those things ever. Right? I could do that. But at the same time, it's like I choose not to. Right? Like I actually do. Even though I'm still failing forward at it. Even though I'm still fumbling. Even though like there's still so many aspects of my life and the lives of those that like I exist with that are not perfect. And yet, like, I still have to deal with it. Like, I'm still that person that is a part of making things better. And it, that's the thing. It's like, I can only expect everybody else to do the 10% of making some part of this life at home better. And it's on me to do the 90%. Even though I'm like, I can do, like, personally right now, I could probably only do 2% of, my, of a 10% that I would be asking other people to do. And so I'm just like in the process of somehow learning how to do this 90% effort and, and being okay that the maximum effort that other people could give is a 10% effort. And so it's like, whatever, like I can be okay with that. Even though I'm not okay with it right now, doesn't mean that I can't learn how to be okay with it and let go of the rest that is not mine to hold on to and somehow be this person that doesn't leave, right? Because there are people in this world that do. They're just, they're done with the papers, they're done with the garbage, they're done with the diapers and, and they regret it all. They're like, actually, I signed up for this, but I actually didn't want this. And then they just move on with their lives. And I just pray that I'll just keep my focus on the things that I need to focus on so I don't become one of those people because I really feel like that's one of the biggest tragedies that could happen with a family for like the person in their family to just like leave and never come back. And for everybody else to not know where they went. And for them to just feel like they never had permission to be who they were and that they were just completely unsupported. Because really, those are all Satan's lies. Satan wants us to think that nobody understands us. He wants us to think that everything that we want to do is not supported. And he wants us to feel like us being by ourselves is better than trying to be with other people. And I have to fight that every day and be like, yeah, I actually kind of think those things sometimes. But I have to fight it every day and be like, actually, no, though. Because really, some of the most joyful moments in my life have been entering into covenants with my Heavenly Father. And like, because when I think about alone and secluding, I think about attachment theory and how really that's basically detaching from people. 
Satan's lie is that the more you detach from other people, the happier you could be, right? Where it's actually the opposite. It's the more we attach with Heavenly Father, the more we attach with the families that he's given us to be attached with, the happier we will be because that is the plan of salvation. The plan of salvation is to be able to be this person that's willing to be an active participant in it, right? To be this willing person that wants to become even more attached with Heavenly Father, that wants to become even more attached with themselves and others and and make those ceilings actually like work, right? And not have them done in vain. And like rather than being this person that's constantly detaching. And and that's quite a journey in itself, right? Because like we are like we have that natural man inside of us that that I would probably say thinks that they need to detach as often as possible and feel the freedom to detach all the time, right? And not have any responsibilities and not have any like obligations to anything and just think that they can do their own thing all the time anytime they want to. And I think for me, I'm just learning what that actually looks like to be this person that lives and breathes it and has a testimony of it, even though it's hard, right? Like, it's not easy for me to enter into covenants and keep them. It's not easy for me to actually make sure my ceilings are not in vain. It's not easy for me to find the root of like attaching with people instead of detaching. I would actually, if I was in my own little planet and world, I would probably choose the route of like, actually, I could just live on an island by myself and not be with anybody, right? And that would be okay. But because I have some level of trust and belief and faith in Jesus Christ, in Heavenly Father, in their plan for my life, as well as the plan that I had for my life before I even received a body, I believe that those attachments are really important. Like, even though they're hard to maintain, even though they're hard to remember, you know, even though they're kind of inconvenient or kind of not not entertaining or fun or whatever, but sometimes they are. But, like, uh, it's still on me to, like, decide that I'm going to be a person that chooses to do attachment instead of detachment, right? Like, that that's my intention, that that's what I, my focus is is to try to do that more often than not. And so those are some thoughts that I have.